Datology podcast. Sarah. Yep. Hi. It's getting dark here. Yeah, here too. And in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky season, you know. Oh. Yep. Speaking of dark souls, yeah. Sarah, mm-hmm. on your recommendation, mm. <laughs> I watched the the Chris Watts uh-huh. American Murder Netflix special. Pretty good, right? Okay. <laughs> yes, it was. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they're both kind of awful. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. They were both kind of awful, yeah. and yeah. Um, it, you know it, the whole thing with the the side chick and so, I I eventually I don't think in the beginning she knew he was married, but I think she figured it out. Yes. Yeah. So I I think she was trying to play that down. Can I ask um, what's the point mm-hmm. of having a side chick that looks identical to your wife? I will never understand this, and I feel like it happens fairly frequently. I didn't think she looked identical. I still, I mean, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't get this. I, I don't know what men consider attractive. Okay. Uh, I thought the wife was more attractive. Okay. I thought they looked but, basically identical. But I could co- totally see why he wanted to leave her. Yes, for sure. She was, she was incredibly demanding. Yes. To the point, and, and just a nag. Yes. But also was one of those people that wanted to portray this perfect family life on social media. Here's something that has come up um, in discussions elsewhere about this show. Um, I don't know what multi-level marketing scheme she was involved in, but Mm -hmm. the speculation seems to be that that was like a requirement of um, whatever it was. I forget what someone told me it was now, but... But apparently the deal with them is like, oh, you have to um, do like do this, spend X number of hours a week on Facebook, show your life, whatever, like mention mm-hmm. the product and yada, yada. So that might have been yada. part of the deal with that. That might have been why she yeah. was doing that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it just it seems pretty obvious to me that what happened is she came home from that trip yeah. because she had found out she saw the receipt and immediately knew, you know, sixty dollars. He said he went out to dinner by himself. Like, what's co- what costs that much money? Well, let me hang on. <laughs> let me stop, stop you right, right there, there. <laughs> because <laughs> that's our new tagline. Because um, in in my home, we paused that right there <laughs> at that exact moment because that. So he was in Colorado, and I could definitely go out. And spend sixty dollars by myself at dinner, like a dinner and a drink, and a tip. Right. Yeah. Sixty dollars. Like, what are we talking about? I mean, unless Colorado is like way cheaper than I think it is, I'm not sure why that raised any red flags. Well, I think she didn't. She go online and check out the menu. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Did yes, she? Okay. I believe she did. Ah, okay. So that's how she figured it out. So my get the way I see it playing out is that. She came home and she just fucking started in on him. Sure. As she should have. And I think he just snapped. And I think the kids walked in and saw. Mm. And he was like, fuck. So that's why he had to kill them. I don't 
know. I mean, he claims that he had planned it, which is different than a snapping. But in, really? in any case, yeah, I mean, eventually he he said that he had like he knew the day before he was planning it out. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. So I watched it. I thought it was fascinating. Yeah. Um, you know, it was just more evidence that what you see publicly in social media is never, it's really, <laughs> and if anything, if you see someone constantly talking about mm. their great relationship, right. it's not as great, but it's almost never as great behind the scenes. Yeah. I will say this um, is, this is one thing that COVID has done for us is that like, I, I don't really hear a whole lot about the like, my kids are so wonderful crowd anymore. Haven't heard from them lately. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think um, everyone's sort of sick of each other. Mm-hmm. I think the whole, like, I think when people sign up for marriage and kids, they're like, well, wait a minute. Right. There's going to come a time when I'm not going to be have to deal with them for eight hours a day. Of course. <laughs> what happened to that? Of course. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's definitely, you know, a lot of sexist comments came out. Oh, sort really? Of, um, I haven't um, looked online for anyone else's thoughts yeah even but even in the even in the the series they i think it was nancy grace she was talking to yeah (laughs) she was talking to women or women were calling into some show and saying oh she drove him to it Uh uh-huh yeah you know and it's because of what he looked like right it's because of what he looks like um well he looked a lot better when he started um having his affair (laughs) he dropped a bunch of weight yeah, and that should really out. be uh, like when you th- if you think someone's cheating and you see a, a noticeable change in their behavior. Yeah, that, that should immediately yeah. turn your head. <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, where do you think you're going? Right, and that in those skinny little in those tight little shorts, short shorts. <laughs> All right, so Sarah, mm-hmm. let's let's uh, let's start with which one do you want to start with? Teeth. Teeth. Okay. <laughs> Reddit post. Here we go. A woman wrote into Reddit and asked, should I tell my friend that her stained teeth might be holding her back in online dating? One of my close female friends is hilarious, accomplished, incredible, incredibly fit, brilliant, and kind. She has very little dating experience and can't seem to get any matches, as in one or two a month on the apps. In my experience, in a month on Hinge in our area, I would have hundreds of matches and at least a half a dozen quality dateable folks. Okay. I'm just going to, st- let me stop right there. Um, I can remember getting letters from people writing in on behalf of their friends mm-hmm. and always wondering, why do you care so much? Always sure. being very bothered by that. But well, I'll continue. That's a that's a good segue into my response, but go on. <laughs> the stories she tells me about what men say and do on the app seem way worse than what I experienced as well. Strange, sexist, negging, really just not authentic. She hasn't let me view troubleshoot her profiles for her. I think she's self-conscious. There is no way to say this delicately. Her teeth are very yellow, almost tan brown. I can't imagine that men aren't noticing this. She is otherwise a pretty stylish woman. She drinks a lot of coffee and red wine and years and years ago made a judgy joke about bleached teeth being too white. 
so I have never ventured into that conversation. It's very obvious in every smiling photo of her. Should I suggest that she use a whitening toothpaste or white strips? It's less offensive than, say, bad body odor, but I would imagine it's the reason behind why her profile pictures are getting so little enthusiasm. This feels horrible to discuss. No, it doesn't. Fuck you. It doesn't feel horrible. Right? I really just want love. <laughs> I really just want love for her and a wonderful guy mm-hmm. who sees and appreciates how magnificent she is. Mm-hmm. Help. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think we have different takes on this. Uh, I think we do. And if, if I thought the friend was genuine. Right. If I thought the friend was genuine, I would say, yeah, absolutely tell her. Because we, it's kind of like when someone's gained weight and they post post old photos of themselves thinking they still look the same. Mm-hmm. They think they look the same because they see each other every day. Right. Or they see themselves every day. So they don't notice the change. So they sure. think they look similar. Uh, the same thing goes with teeth, especially because d- depending on the lighting, like when do you, re- you know, do you really see it? You know, if, do you right. really see it? Do you really notice it? Right. Right. So, you know, I would, and teeth are a big deal to a lot of people, rightfully, you know, and again, this again speaks to sort of socioeconomic backgrounds. I can remember there was a post on Exogene that that Marcy Robin wrote. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about some guy that she met and she had a date with and he had like he was missing his two front teeth. <laughs> really and then she they walked home and he they walked back to his place and he didn't have a key and he couldn't get in because what? <laughs> the phone this this so his scary. cell phone his cell phone didn't have a battery and what? we were like girl 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 he was homeless <laughs> And she didn't, or or at the very least, he was couch surfing. And Right. And so this, just the idea of, you know, someone made a comment about like, oh my God, and he's missing teeth and that's just so blah, blah, blah. And it is very important to realize because I just saw a profile like this on Tinder the other day. You did? Where the guy was, I, I just saw a profile of a guy and it's very clear he's missing the back, his back teeth. There's like a gap. Okay. Okay. And, you know, people do judge people on their on their teeth. Yes. And it's really important to remember that even some of the best insurance plans don't include include dental. I mean, yeah. And None of that, them include orthodontia for adults, as far as I know. Right. And that getting your teeth fixed is not an easy task. It takes years. It takes years, and I've I had say braces this, twice. Oh my god! Really? And I'm still not happy with my teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I I was a preemie. I was very sick as a kid. I had a lot of tetracycline. My teeth grew in. I ended up with what they call tetracycline teeth. My baby teeth grew in as some of them grew in as black studs. Mm-hmm. A lot of the baby teeth, like just pieces, would snap off. Wow. My adult teeth were atypically soft and would crack. And I had holes in them, and it was just, it was terrible. It sounds really painful. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't really that painful. It was no? um, humiliating. It was painful emotionally. Okay. Because I was just ridiculed for it. But right. Right. I came from a very privileged background, and I had a father who spared no expense. Right. 
to get me caps. But even as an adult, like my bottom teeth were just all jacked up. Yeah. And I was very self-conscious about it. And about four years ago, I went and got upper and lower bridge. So my teeth are fake, fake. Like upper, lower, the back teeth are real, but everything that you can see are fake. Okay. And, you know, that probably cost me about $20,000. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, understand that when it comes to teeth stuff, like people, it, it's not as simple as, oh my God, just go to the dentist and get this done or get that done. No, it's not that simple. Oh, it takes years. Um, it takes years. It takes a lot of money. Uh-huh. Uh, and and even like the staining, there's just only so much you can do. Right. You know, so like don't buy into these this bullshit on commercials that, oh, my God, and you'll end up like Ross on Friends with the, like the bleached white, perfectly white teeth. It's it's not like that. They do is what they can, but they can't, sure. you know. Yeah, and I guess it's a question, too, of um, what route – the patient chooses to go like if they want to preserve as much of the teeth as they can versus like do they just want a perfect smile and they're willing to have fake teeth Mm -hmm. um so you know yeah we talked about before we started recording we talked about the possibility of teeth dysmorphia which is a Mm -hmm. concept i i think i made up (laughs) Um, (laughs) but similar to body dysmorphia um, I was saying I I feel like I have teeth dysmorphia because when I look in the mirror and I look at my teeth I still find stuff that I think I I need to fix and logically I know that's not true (laughs) my retainers still fit like those those babies are not moving they still look exactly how they did when I finished my last round of orthodontia mm-hmm. um but i just got used to having an imperfect set of teeth and now in mm-hmm. my mind they always look imperfect mm-hmm. so oh, yeah. i think that perhaps this person who is bothered by her friend's teeth um might be obsessed with her own teeth <laughs> mm-hmm. um and and therefore uh, if she's pursuing this this perfect smile, she might be, you know, a little a little disgusted by her friend's yellow teeth and want to say something because they bother her. Right. I, I think it goes a little bit deeper than that. Deeper I than think... that? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tell me more. What? Tell me more. What I think is that this woman enjoys feeling better than her friend she need she keeps that that friend around who like struggles with dating listen to what she says about herself right in my experience in a month on hinge in our area i would have hundreds of matches and at least half a dozen high quality the stories she tells me about what men say and do on the apps seem way worse than what i experienced as well and keep in mind what she mentions here is what most women deal with so i don't know what the fuck she's talking about she seems to think she's so different She's just True. such a catch okay. that she's not experiencing what other people are experiencing. That's a, it's a very telling lie. That's a lie. <laughs> okay. That and, and, and you know what? And now I'm gonna I'm gonna write a comment and I'm gonna say this because now I'm pissed <laughs> because there's no hmm. don't don't tell me that you haven't experienced the same bullshit that she has. Every woman does. It doesn't matter what they look like. 
every woman experiences that bullshit. Right. You're talking about the um just all the negging fuckery yeah yeah the fuckery (laughs) exactly so for her to say i never experienced that you're a liar 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 pants on fire you're lying (laughs) yeah you're lying i know you're lying uh so this woman's teeth probably this woman's teeth probably aren't as bad they're they probably are yellow because yeah that happens Oh, well, it happens with age. It happens if you, you know, it just happens if you drink a lot of coffee, if you drink a lot of wine. Yep, you're right. But I mean, I if think, you're truly that yellow, what's a whitening toothpaste even going to do, you know? Right. She's making it sound like, you know, she's just making it, she's just making, I don't know, she's making it sound, I think, way worse than it actually is. So and you're I, right. Here, so here's my second question. <laughs> Follow-up mm-hmm. question. Um, you said about the photos themselves like how like how would men even be able to tell that her teeth are yellow because unless she's posting professional headshots the -hmm. photos that most people use are photos that you know someone else took Mm -hmm. on a night out or you know some other occasion and i mean they're not you know professionally lit headshots so probably the yellow teeth are not coming through in photos that's my suspicion that or this woman isn't smiling in her photos because she's aware of it that could be um that could be i my feeling on this is say nothing because she either knows or it's not bothering her so if you Mm -hmm. bring it up i mean what's the point right if if this is if it's if you're a true friend if you truly care about her, then yes, I would absolutely bring it up. Just like I would bring it up to a guy and say, and I've had to say this when I do profile reviews and I review pictures, I have, there are times where I'm like, I think this picture and what I typically say is it's taken from a bad angle. Right. Um, which is a way of saying, I, I just don't think it's an attractive photo. It's not a good photo. Um, yeah. yeah. It's not a good photo. Uh, I usually, yeah, it's not flattering. It's taken from a weird angle, but I have to, there are times where I have to tell people like, Hey, you know what? Let me, let me ask you something. Um, have you ever posted any pictures with your hairstyle a little bit differently? Mm. And, and what, what was the experience if you've done that? Mm-hmm. And because I'll, I'll definitely see like the rogue comb over or, <laughs> okay. yeah. right. do you know what I mean? I or do now, clothes, yes. <laughs> clothes just that are not flattering. Yeah. And, you know, that's my job. It's mm. But see, they're paying me to tell them this, this stuff. Right. Yeah, you're not their friend. That's the difference. If right. They, I mean, yeah, if this was, if this is truly your friend, I mean, I still, yeah. I still think no, say nothing because she already knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if she's not doing anything about it, it is not bothering her. Right. Right. So, yeah. I mean, let her enjoy living. (laughs) Let her enjoy not feeling self-conscious about this. Right. But there, if, look, if she's not getting any matches and she's as as great as she's saying, there is something wrong. Sure. So either the friend's exaggerating. I I just think that the friend really, really enjoys um, feeling she wants people to tell her it's okay to say something to her friend i think so too what are the comments on this are people saying that she should say something or Um, not let's see 
honestly, I would recommend not telling her. She's uh -huh. likely noticed and telling her will probably embarrass her. And then she says, yeah, I appreciate that. I am all for never mentioning things you can't change, but you can easily and inexpensively fix this. Oh, really? Are you paying for it, Moneybags? Jesus. Again, she seems to feel like whitening toothpaste is really going <laughs> to make that right. big of a difference. It's um, not. <laughs> uh, my friends would never let me walk around embarrassing myself, especially if they felt it was glaringly obvious and fixable. And yes, and this is this comes to another... This is another instance of when if, if a woman says something to you, is she being honest or is she just trying to undermine you? Um, in this case, <laughs> I think the latter. I think it's option B. Yeah. I mean, the, there, there, I have seen people walking around with visibly imperfect teeth. Mm -hmm. And if I could see it, <laughs> I know they could see it. Mm -hmm. So why do you need to bring it up? You do not need to bring it up. They will do something about it or they won't. But if you're not paying for it, you don't need to offer this as a suggestion because they know. That's my feeling. Yes. So, um, yeah, if you think that some, if, if you think that something physical about their appearance, something that is changeable, uh, is keeping is is preventing them from finding who finding or getting matches then and and it's something we're not talking weight we're not right. talking weight right we're talking the way they style their hair the way they do their makeup and i've had to tell women like i, I think you could probably tone down the makeup a bit this the makeup comes off a bit severe Here's another thing I, I just thought of. Uh, mm -hmm. If you wanted to, like, if you truly cared for this person <laughs> and wanted to offer this as a suggestion because you really think this is what it is, mm -hmm. why don't you suggest a nice uh, blue undertone red lipstick that will make your teeth look whiter? And there's mm. there's your segue. If she doesn't bring it up, <laughs> you yeah. don't bring it up. Right. All right. So final thoughts. Keep your mouth shut. Get it? Blue blue undertone, <laughs> red lipstick. That's it. That's your opportunity. That's your one and only opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a new um, here's a new thing, a new okay. one that we're coming up with. So All here's right. the scenario. They're exchanging messages on what appears to be Bumble. Mm -hmm. And the man says, we could meet Monday afternoon or evening. And she says, I just realized I have the day off. Yes, an afternoon date sounds perfect. Monday was Columbus Day. Okay. And then she said, I'm by Lincoln Center. So anything in walking distance to both of us is great. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Keep uh, that in mind. Okay. Right. Well, also, okay. All right. Right. Okay. So <laughs> he says, great. Let's aim for Monday at 6 at 49th and 8th. And then she says, can we do earlier like four? And I auto automatically hate her for, for suggesting this. Okay. Also, I thought you were in Midtown, but are you in Chelsea if 49th is in the middle? Happy Friday. Is that her way of like trying to seem less obnoxious about that, that question? Like, why are you questioning that? Why does it matter? Well, also, they never said middle, right? They never said middle. I don't know. That could be something in this profile. I don't know what that oh, means. Okay. 
And then he says, sure, four on Monday should work. I live okay. on 50th Street, Midtown, LOL. Mm-hmm. And she replies and says, I'm going to pass on meeting after all, but I wish you the best. I'm sorry, what? What now? I'm sorry. (laughs) There are two things I believe in, equality and chivalry. Sometimes these two things are at odds, but I believe they can peacefully coexist. Case in point, this is an exchange between a male and a female. I will Mm -hmm. go on the record saying that his suggestion of, of a meeting place was selfish she told him where she lived and he still chose a place one block from his home i advised her to ask where he lived to see if where he suggested was in the middle was it a little snarky you bet what would you have done in this situation walk a couple blocks probably what the fuck (laughs) i'm assuming that he suggested that specific location because there's Something in something all like there that he wants to do. Like there's a bar on that corner or something or that he wants to incorporate. He knows of a bar in the area and right. he's just like, I know this bar, it's a pretty cool place. Right. It seems to be ideal for a first date. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I think there look. was a reason he picked that spot other than it's one block from his one apartment. Block. Yeah. And remember Remember what, was it, uh, what she said. So anything in walking distance to both of us is great. Right. She never said, let's meet in precisely the middle. Right. And she said, I'm by Lincoln Center, which is. Which could uh, mean anything. Like below 60s on the uh, Upper West Side. Okay. That's still a wide range. That's still a wide range. If we're counting blocks, which apparently we are. Right. So let's say she's talking low 60s high 50s okay that okay, seems 40, like not a big deal to me it's not it's 10 blocks <laughs> right that's that it's seems a, walking it's distance. a seven minute walk yeah yeah at fucking four o'clock in the afternoon right and keep right. in mind he was w- more than willing to shift back like, oh sure yeah i'll accommodate you your yeah. fucking ridiculous request i'll accommodate you right <sighs> oh my god yeah, okay, there was look, no reason for this to go south. The way there was that it did. no reason for this to go south, and of course, a guy shows up in the comments <laughs> and <Okay>. says, <laughs> "I have little to no familiarity with New York NYC geography. I thought his last message with LOL was kind of strange, but I've never thought of suggesting meeting location as a chivalrous act in and of itself. More mm-hmm. of a practical one." especially for a first date. I have offered to meet women in their neighborhoods or asked if they would mind coming out to mine or, or meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's really not that big of a deal. I feel like she is making a problem where there isn't one. If location <laughs> was such a big deal to her, she could have proposed a specific spot in her initial message. It's just not that big of a deal. And of it course, shouldn't all, it shouldn't have been. And of course, all the women are just, and she says, this is nudge. It's not a big deal to you, but it is to her. And by her, she means her. Right. Let's be clear. Be, by her, she means her. Right. And to most women, I gen- and to most women, I, please stop speaking of us like we're all a monolith because we're not. Because we're not. Oh, fuck. I'm going to get through this. Hold on. I generally <laughs> recommend that, that men choose a location closer to the woman unless they live really far apart. Unless they live okay. really far apart. In this case, it would have been... It would have taken him about 30 seconds and her maybe a 25-minute walk. Wrong. 
You don't even fucking live. You don't even go here. I mean, what are you talking about? Crawling? <laughs> it would um, have taken him about 30 seconds and her maybe a 25 minute walk. Now, here's the this is okay. That's, that's just wrong. That's, not that's true. just not yeah. accurate. No, that's not at all. Not. 49th and 8th and Lincoln Center is like 63rd, 64th. What are you fucking talking about? What are you talking about? I can walk I 25 blocks in 20 minutes. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, uh, I'm just not sure. That's not a thing. And this is this is why she's such an absolutely atrocious. Coach. Yeah, this is terrible it's, advice. It's terrible she's advice. Acting like he asked her to come to New Jersey. Right. <laughs> um, she oh. is incapable of being objective when giving her advice. Uh -huh. So if it bothers her, then she convinces her clients that it's wrong. That's what happened here, yes. That's what mm -hmm. happened here. Mm -hmm. And when she gets all fucking in the comments and she's up everybody's grill, I know this is a case of her writing the messages. Yes. So I don't believe for a second she tells the woman what the woman what to say. I think mm -hmm. she's yeah. the one carrying on these conversations. Yeah, because someone who lived in New York, I think, would have thought, like, yeah, that's a reasonable distance. That's reasonable. Rivers. That's reasonable. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. I mean, uh, for that matter, anyone who's been to New York <laughs> would have been like, that's a reasonable distance really? to traverse. You, you don't like to walk to. It's New York. Welcome to fucking New York. You're gonna, <laughs> you walk everywhere. Mm -hmm. that, he, oh, I'm just so frustrated even thinking about it. That's because really bad advice. it's yeah. horrible advice, horrible advice. And the guy is in there and he's like, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, if that were me, I just want to let you know. And all the women are like, right. die, 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 die. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here's something. And um, this is just me, so I'm not going to claim that this is all women. But right. when I was dating, I kind of liked um, not having – on the first couple of days, I kind of liked not having the dates in my neighborhood just in case it, it turned out that I didn't want them to know where I lived. Where I lived. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's – I mean, I'm looking through all these – what is she – maybe a 25-minute walk. Okay, that's not accurate. No. Uh, Let's see. And then she says, I think you might be missing the point. And then all the women are like, you don't get it, do you? As women, we are vulnerable. You're, it's fucking four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. And also having him come to your neighborhood makes you more vulnerable. Right. So we can play that so argument too. We can't, right. You can't, that's not going to work for both of us. <laughs> both sides of the argument can't use that. Yeah. Uh, and then another woman, wow, I'm sure you do really well with women. You sound so nice and not condescending and not like you might actually just hate all women. What? Wow. That really, um, really evolved quickly. <laughs> yeah. And then Nudge says, maybe you should listen to so-and-so. You're coming off, you are coming off as bitter towards women. Mm. You know what, man? Okay. I, Jesus. I'm just going to go on record and say, do not pay this woman a fucking dime. She no. is atrocious at her job. She has no understanding of any dating situation. 
outside of her own. I oh oh my god! I just get so angry thinking that like <laughs> this could have been a really good. This could have worked out for this woman. This could have been a really good situation. Yep. But this yep. one, this coach who is let's just say it is just she is that I want men to jump through hoops for me to yeah. prove to me they're worth my time and it's like girl what about you is remotely interesting or valuable tell me show me like she doesn't seem to realize that we are as we, we are expected to prove prove ourselves just as they are on dates yeah, yeah. you know and, and I mean- Frankly, you want to be going out with men who have other options, don't you? Right. That's right. <laughs> also, too, if if you expect him to pay, he gets to choose the place. Yeah. Like, what else well, would right. you and, like him to do? And that's another benefit of walking a few blocks. Right. <laughs> to oh, him well. Is that, like, he can pick, again, like I said, I, I'm assuming he picked that very precise location for a reason. And he probably had a nice date in mind, right? It's probably because it's the one. It's in his neighborhood. He knows it. It makes good yeah. drinks or whatever. It's it's fairly priced. Right. It's a first date. He's not feeling like like these people. There's this guy on TikTok, <laughs> who, Hello? yeah, oh, and he talks about all the dates that he that he's on like a fifth or sixth date with this woman. He's like in the first date. I called four restaurants to see if they served a certain you know dish that she liked, and I'm like, are you kidding me? What dish? What dish? I don't even know. I didn't. Who huh. fucking cares? Oh, and then I, you know, I picked out all. The, she said something about pumpkin, so I picked out we're gonna do this. And it's like, look, I think it's cute that you do this, but, and all the women were just swooning over this guy, and I'm thinking, wow, you're a tryhard. Why are you trying so hard? I mean, for say something for know. the second and third date. <laughs> right, right, but you know what? It's it's progressed to five dates, so good for you. Okay. I, I just. Yeah, if oh. it's working for him, great. Yeah, if it's working for him, great. So, yeah. It, it, how about when you set a date, if you like the person and they've never given you any reason to think that they're sleazy? Um, and that's the other thing, too. She's like, well, no, he's only choosing the the that place because it's a block from his apartment and he's expecting to get laid. Okay, well, what? if you think he's that type of person, why, are you, why do you want to meet him in the first place? I mean, what? <laughs> right. Right. You know, so going forward, if someone, if you say to somebody, oh, can we meet someplace that's like walking distance? She didn't say in the middle. She didn't say that. No, she didn't. You know, so anything. And if anything, that was the expectation, she should have suggested it. Right. And she said, so anything in walking distance to both of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you needed someplace I- exactly in the middle, then you should have said that. Right. Or crazy. You pick the spot. Yeah. That's your neighborhood. You pick the spot. Yeah. This kind, You know what this kind of reminds me of? What? It kind of reminds me of job interviews when they ask you a question where there's like clearly one right answer, but you getting hired fully depends on just randomly guessing the one right answer. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. This yeah. is an interview for a date. He failed to guess. That, oh, this person wants to meet exactly in the middle. You know, let, let me get out my map and my compass Yeah, <laughs> to just chart ridi- this route. Just ridiculous. Um, it's not good just advice. Ridiculous. It's horrible and advice. It's setting, 
it's setting someone up to fail. Like, this is going to happen again and again. Right. If there is one correct answer and you don't share that. Yeah, it's just it's just bad. It's just bad advice. And if you want to go out with somebody and like for a first date, I I cannot stress enough to be a little bit laid back about it. Like right. this bullshit about can we go out? no, can we change the time and can, oh no, I'm not going to go. By that point the guy was like good cuz I don't fucking want to go out with you. Right. You know, and then the women in the comments, oh, he chose six o'clock. You asked, you said uh, the afternoon. It's like, you don't live here. Six o'clock is like late. It's like early evening Mm -hmm. or late afternoon. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like too late for coffee, too early for dinner. Right. Like dinner's usually like eight or nine o'clock. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So, yeah, just when you set up a date, if he chooses the place Look, look it up. We've talked about this. If it's, mm, you know, if it's just, if it's going to be like a 45 minute commute, you know, then find a place that's in between the both of you and say, hey, could we try? And that's moderately priced. Don't go crazy and say, yeah. hey, this place is a little bit more central um, and it's going to take me a while to get to the other place. Could we try this instead? Yeah. Right. Just three reasonable. Yes. Yeah. So just. You can't expect this much from somebody. From you can't, you cannot. You know, you want them to plan the date, and you want them to pick the place, and you want them to pay, and you want to. Right. What else do you and want? You're, right. You're treating it like a job interview. When, right. In fact, you also need to interview. <laughs> right. You you seem yeah. to forget that you're interviewing for the for the position too. <sighs> so wound up. Bad advice. Bad advice. <laughs> Fuck. Bad advice. All right. I don't even know if this is really dating, this next one. Is this more, is this dating? Yeah. Okay. A man is furious at his current fiance for selling his late fiance's engagement ring. Ugh. His former fiance died in 2016 before they got married, and he kept their engagement rings as tokens. Now, now his new fiance has sold the rings without his permission. He consulted Reddit's Am I the Asshole forum to see if his feelings are justified. Uh-huh. I lost my late fiance to a severe infection in 2016. I proposed to her when she was sick and we were planning getting married four months after the proposal, but she passed away and it was unexpected because her health was getting better. After being on life support for 10 hours, she died on March 7, 2016 at 1 p.m. and was put to rest with her funeral on Saturday. This was so hard for me to deal with and I had a hard time coping. The pain was unbearable. There was literally no place to just hide and forget about what happened. It's been four years. I'm moving on now. He and his current fiance. Let me fiance. stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Oh. No, you're not. Okay. No, you're not. You're not moving on. He and his current fiance have been together for 16 months now. I kept okay. my and my late fiance's engagement rings and let her family keep most of her belongings before I moved. I have the rings along with a few photos and stuff we bought together. My fiance noticed the rings and said that it, it was weird for, I was weird for still keeping engagement rings. I don't know why she'd think that it's not like I wear my past engagement ring or my finger or on my finger or anything. But she let me let me also stop you here. Okay, because there are plural rings. Right. What? He must have gotten an engagement band. He must have. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
but she seemed uncomfortable that I was keeping them as mementos. I have been struggling with money lately, and she brought up selling those rings a couple of times, but I just told her I'd work something out since since she'd get sensitive if I told her they're so important to me. She'd react to that. Then Uh his late fiance's rings went missing. She Uh told me she sold them on Facebook for (laughs) X amount of money and and bought Mm -hmm. important stuff for the apartment to help with a thing or two. I lost it. I told her she had no right to take personal stuff and sell them online for her convenience and think she was helping. She last saying she didn't expect me to blow up like that. Mm, honey, you don't know him very well. Mm, yeah, you And did. tried to justify her behavior <laughs> by saying that I clearly still have feelings for my late fiance. True. Also true. Also true. Why would I still keep my late fiance's engagement ring when I already have a fiance? Touche, my friend. Okay. Touche. Sure. I told her that she would never understand how much she hurt me and disrespected me by doing this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, story continues. <laughs> Reddit felt the new fiance was exhibiting quite a few red flags. This would be a deal breaker for me, one user commented. She stole something that was incredibly personally meaningful to you. I'd file a police report and break up with her. Ugh, no wonder you're alone. It's the theft it's for the me. It's the theft for me. <laughs> Leave her. She isn't mature enough to be married. If Okay. What, what are you thinking? Hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering if, um, you know, if the metric of maturity isn't uh, on the wrong, the wrong person here. Like perhaps the one who's not mature enough to be married is the one who's still hanging on to this shiny trinket that yes could be resold. Yes. And let's be clear. The new fiance feels very threatened by these rings Yes. rightfully rightfully like look man it's one look if you want to keep them that that's fine but she should never know that you kept them put them in a put them in a someplace in a bank and what are they called a vault, vault. no it's something else it's like a i had one after my phone oh, oh like a, a depo- like box. put it in a deposit say deposit box sorry i just i like the idea of jewels in a vault that's the future right? i want <laughs> But don't, she should never know that you still have them. Ever. Fascinating. And fascinating. See, I think that would be um, wrong as well. Really? (laughs) I mean, you're going to, like, let's, okay. So the reality of this is it's it's probably a pretty run-of-the-mill ring, Mm -hmm. right? It's probably not worth a whole lot on the resale market. I'm sure he shelled out for it and, you know, it's uh, clearly meaningful Mm -hmm. to him. So I'm not trying to judge the quality of the ring Mm -hmm. itself. I'm saying it's probably not vault worthy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm also saying that it was a, if, you know, if you're going to resell, let's assume these are diamonds Mm -hmm. because they probably are. If you're going to resell diamonds, selling them on Facebook is a really smart way to do it because you're going to get a lot closer to the actual value that mm-hmm. you paid than if you try to resell them to a jeweler, a mm-hmm. pawn shop, any, right. you know, anything else, right? Sell to another person. That way you can almost recoup the money mm-hmm. you've spent. So that's smart. Um, and also, I mean, if he's telling his new fiance that you know, he's having money difficulties and he's hanging on to this inanimate object yeah. because it's sentimental to him. Sarah, where am I Sarah, where um, am I gonna go? This this is an obstacle right. to her. It's an obstacle to the how long how long have they been together? Sixteen months? Uh sixteen months, right. 
So yeah, I mean, this is at the end of the day, this is this is a thing. This is an inanimate right. object, right? You're not asking like she didn't sell your ex fiance's ashes. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> like, this is this is a shiny trinket, right? And it it is sitting around collecting dust, right? But Sarah, where am I going to go? He, but it wasn't hers to hold take on, either. Hold on, hold on. When Charlotte kept the ring from Trey, when, what's uh, her face? Uh, Carrie right. needed a down payment for the apartment. apartment. And th- this was when I really, really started to fucking hate Carrie. That she yeah, ever thought that her friend should offer her money or offer to sell right. her engagement ring to save her ass. And Charlotte was like one of the yeah. few people to ever really stand up. Well, Miranda did too and stand up to Carrie and saying like, you need to get your shit together financially. That's not my problem. But right. she kept the ring because of what it represented. It was like, she wasn't fully ready to let go of that relationship. Uh, and same thing's right. going on with this guy. He's not fully ready yes. to let go. Exactly. And... I mean, I. It seems to me like the, like if if any. I mean, at this point, this is probably beyond salvation. <laughs> like I think this relationship mm. is over. But, um, a reasonable thing to do, I think, would be to say like, here here are these materials I have. Like, do you want to remake them into something else of your own, right? Like your own design. You know, we can use this as a as a springboard if you want your own center stone or a different stone, whatever, right? But like, this is still, you know, this this is an inanimate object mm-hmm. that has value. So if you are trying to marry someone else, but mm-hmm. you can't afford a ring... I mean, it's reasonable to say, like, well, I have these. Well, I, don't I don't expect you I to wear them, that, but, like, we I don't can think make the them ring, like, they were already engaged. And I don't think it was the issue that I don't think the former fiance, the new fiance, wanted a ring. I don't think that was the problem. I think he was having money trouble. And so, how did he buy another that ring? That could be why he was having money trouble. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. In which case, yes, sell yeah, this other like, ring. Right. It, or ring. Why are you hanging on to these rings? And this is why I've, I've decided I don't want an right. engagement ring. I want just an, an eternity band. We've already talked about this. Just one. I already picked it out. Mm-hmm. I just want an eternity band. Something very simple that's not going to like yeah. put somebody in a, in a financial hole and put us in right. a financial hole because you don't you know, this is why weddings are just such so ridiculous is because you put yourself in a financial hole before you even get married when you have a crazy wedding. Right. And. Right. Well, and that's the other thing that's stupid about hanging on to this ring and right. not repurposing right. it. It has right. value. <laughs> and if it, if it could clear up a lot of the financial trouble, which P.S. is a, one of the leading causes of divorce. Um, right. Then sell the fucking ring. But you're not selling it. See, the issue isn't. Right. I don't think for her the issue was um, the money. She was very. She wanted no, she it out of the house, like that the Dybbuk box. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? It's or like one of those haunted dolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is the Annabelle in your. This is the. 
with this is it's it's just it's a possessed item that is yep. casting a pall over yep. your relationship. That's correct. That is correct, sir. <laughs> so get rid of it. What? It wasn't hers to sell. No, of course it was not hers to sell. And this was clearly, uh, this wasn't about the money. This was about her saying, no. either move I on. Gone. I want this gone, but I want, <laughs> uh-huh. I want to be with someone who isn't holding. On. This is right. remember what I said about you know putting a, being a saying if you're a widow in your dating profile, it's like don't do that. Yep. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. Being threatened by yeah. the dead partner, the dead spouse. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I can tell you if I were dating somebody and they had an engagement ring and it wasn't for me, mm-hmm. um, I I I would be asking some questions too. Yeah, unless it was a family trinket, like if it was a family, and then we had that tradition where it went to the oldest granddaughter. You know, um, the the engagement rings right. went to the oldest granddaughter. Um, so if it wasn't mm-hmm. like family passed down, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, right. Questions. Yeah, questions. I have questions. <laughs> so she was wrong for selling uh-huh. it, but he... it was really a test. She wanted to see how he would react. And I mean, it's like she needed confirmation that he wasn't ready to get married again, which on some level she must have known because. Right. I mean, he's he's essentially told her, like, I'm not. I'm not right. But uh, yeah, like selling something. I mean, which is fine, yeah. by the mm-hmm. way. It's fine that I mean, he's not over is... her. It's it's absolutely fine, but right. don't drag someone else into your into your um, emotional upheaval. Right. That's you know correct. Like because if you look at the timing, yeah. they've been engaged. What she the fiance died in 2016. You know, uh, died March 2016, and his he and his current fiance have been together for 16 months or a year and a half. Uh, okay, so it wasn't yeah. that not like he jumped into it? Okay. Um, he didn't no. jump into it, but you know, he had plenty of time to work this shit out. You know? Well, and if he didn't, he shouldn't have gotten a cage right. again. Right. Like this yeah. was just a guy who was just who's still very much grieving, and it's so hard to date when you're grieving because grieving there's no like start and end point to grief. You know? Right. So he's still trying to yeah, I don't think he did this maliciously or on purpose. I think he just, he thinks he's ready to date. He's not. He's not. He's not. And he's certainly not ready right, to be Right, and he's dragging the new fiance down with him. And I think she that this for um, her was like, yeah. this is bullshit. Like, you're totally jerking me around, so I'm going to do this thing to piss you off. She did it to piss him off. Sure. You know, and if he sold stuff yeah. in the process and, and paid off some debt, great. But she was pissed, and rightfully so, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know why? Why would? It's one of those. Why would you ever tell somebody that? Carry that to your fucking grave. Hmm. Shut up. Hmm. You don't. You tell people stuff for a reason. And it's kind of like his way of saying to her, "I'm not over my ex." And here's how I'm going to let you know. You know, it's it's the, you know, I just want to, you know, I, I'm really crazy busy with work. I'm not going to be very available right. to you. You know? Sure. Yeah. That's, That's what that, that means. means. So, I mean. I, th- I feel like we're probably in the minority here in thinking that, um, <laughs> 
he's more wrong than she is. Because, I mean, I, I want to acknowledge again, it wasn't hers to sell, but it's also hard for me to be mad at her for selling. Yeah, I can't. I, I just, through. I get it. I get it. I think what she did, I think I what she too. did was wrong. But I'm sure it was very, very hurtful to live in this ex-fiance shadow for a year and a half. Yeah, everything about this is yeah, wrong. Yeah, everything about this is wrong. Which is why I think it's probably not right. salvageable. Just move it on. Just move on. He's not ready. And mm-hmm. and quite honestly, I, I have to agree with what somebody says. She's she's not mature enough to get married. If you do something like this, no. That's just a lack of impulse, impulse control. Poor judgment. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Hmm. All right. Oh, there goes my cat jumping across the computer. Hi, Yiggy. Sarah, any final words? Any final thoughts? Mm. Lock it in the vault. Keep it literally. <laughs> lock it in the vault. In the literal vault. In yeah. the figurative vault. Shut up. Stop. Like there are just some <laughs> things you don't need to tell your partner or the person you're dating. Just shut up. Stop talking. Say less. Mm. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the yeah. There's that. Uh, there's. Uh, Unfortunately, some of your friends don't have your best interests in mind, and you better weed those people out as you get older because it's just going to get worse. Uh, and uh, don't be so fucking difficult when you're planning a first date. Just stop. Jesus yeah. Christ. Right. Well, certainly don't expect people to read right. your mind and then rule them right. out when they don't. Follow us. Follow us on Womenology Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Join the mailing list, dateologycoach.com. We're doing our next. Um, free dating advice Zoom session on October 30th. And that is already linked on, if you go to our homepage, it's right on the homepage. So RSVP. Sarah, anything you want to? Is it going to be spooky? You know, I'm, I, I, I might. I might I might do something. I might, maybe yeah. I'll put a little witchy poo hat on in a, in a, in a <laughs> war. I don't know. I don't know. Anything you want to okay. promote, Sarah? Uh... No, not really. You can you can follow me on the things if you want to. You know where to find me by now. You've been here before. Uh, okay, but for new or newer people, I mean, you think this is anybody's first time? Okay, <laughs> you <laughs> always have to pretend that it is. Rye Shark with W, and I'm on Instagram at one Sarah. Okay, Rye Shark on Twitter, one Sarah G on Instagram, and I am the Kristen M T H E C H R I S T A N. M, the Kristen M on Instagram and Twitter. Guys, thank you so much. Send us letters. We love the letters and have a great night. Yeah. Bye. Bye.